Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery and I'm here right now with Roger Love who's the number one vocal coach in the world. He's worked with a lot of the top performers and entertainers in Hollywood from Selena Gomez, John Mayer, Eminem, top speakers like Tony Robbins, Brendan Burchard, Um, And he's also my coach, someone that you guys might remember. I did a video with Roger not too long ago where he gave me a private coaching lesson on my voice. And I've gotten so much benefit from working with you. And even before that, which you guys might not know, and I'm not sure if I've shared this with you either yet, Roger, but when I was 18 years old, and at that time I was single trying to go out to meet women at nightclubs and whatnot, I got your audio program and I would, to and from work, 30 minutes each way, do the vocal exercises to improve my voice. And it's so crazy now, 15 years later or so, here I am with you and we're going to talk a little bit today about speaking, how to improve your communication. So thank you, Roger. Thank you. You are one of my favorite students. I don't just say that. I I actually mean it. Oh, thank you. So Roger, do you mind sharing, you know, we did a, a great interview and I'll link to that for you guys if you want to check that out. That was more on improving your voice. Um, but you started off as a a vocal coach for singers and musicians, and now you've transitioned over the last so many years working with speakers. And I know you shared with me before that was Tony Robbins working with him kind of transitioned you into this new world, and now you're working with corporations. Do you mind just sharing a little bit about how you got into working with speakers? Sure. I literally, from the time I was 16 years old, was just a singing coach. So at 16, I was the voice coach for the Beach Boys and 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 Earth, Wind, and Fire, and amazing supergroups. I was sort of thrown in, and it was sink or swim, and I really don't like to uh, sink, so I swam, and for 17 years, I was a voice coach just for singers. And then people like Tony Robbins, and John Gray, and Susie Orman, 
you know, pure speakers and presenters started coming to me. And at first I turned them all away. I said, I'm just a singing coach. But the more time they kept coming back to me, I realized that the speaking voice in many ways is more world-changing and and important than the singing voice. You teach someone how to sing, they can hit higher notes, lower notes, they sell more records, they get more streams. You teach someone how to find their voice, professional, non-professional, just human, it changes their life. It changes the way they hear themselves, the way they feel about themselves and the way that everybody else reacts to them. So one of the greatest joys over the last 20 years has been to focus on the way people speak, the sounds that come out of the speaking voice, and how I can help make better people because of that, create better relationships for jobs, and, and just make the most advantage for what's possible with your instrument, the speaking voice. Got it. You know, most people, they don't really think consciously about how they speak in their voice. It's auto, auto, automatic. It's so unconscious for people. What kind of benefits and differences um, you know, have people noticed when they work with you or they go through your programs and how that translates to their everyday life? Great question. We think that we're the voice that we were born with because that's the voice that we keep hearing when we wake up in the morning and we say good morning to our partner or the dog. Yes. That sound that comes out, that's us. But we're not the voice we were born with. We imitated the sounds we make now as adults by listening to our parents. So if my dad spoke like this and I really wanted to have his attention and I would talk like this as soon as I could, Dad, I'm, I'm your son, Dad. And if my mom spoke really airy and I really wanted to, to survive and get breast milk, I would speak, I'm so hungry. Mommy. So we imitate the people that we grow up listening to. Right. Suddenly we're young adults or any age of adults and we think that's our voice. But I show people that at any point in your life you can say, hey, these are the sounds that are working for me so that I'm having a great life. Or these are the sounds that might be working against me and you can build a new voice. And it's the greatest transformation that anybody ever goes through and nobody's thinking that's the key to success or happiness. Right. Makes sense. So what, what makes a powerful communicator? What makes a powerful speaker? What are the things that you've noticed from the top speakers, performers that they have in common that make, that allow them to influence people and attract people and communicate in a powerful way? That's a really simple answer. The answer is most people speak word to word. So I learned all these words in school and I keep reading books and learning more words and then I try to have communications with people and I use those words. But science now proves that the brain doesn't process communication first for logic. The brain looks for emotion first. Words don't have any emotion. So if I say to you, I really want you to meet my brother, he's fine, then you're saying, the last person in the world that I want to meet is your brother. But if I say, I really want you to meet my brother, he is fine. You say to me, can he meet us for lunch? So we now realize, and science supports it, that the sounds of the voice is what creates emotion. 
So the greatest speakers are those that communicate emotion by emotion instead of word by word. Because if I can make you feel things when I speak, then we become connected. Then you feel something and you remember what I said. And that's what builds relationships. That's what builds business situations. Mm. Reminds me of this a great quote, I think, from Maya Angelou, that people seldom remember what you said or did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Exactly right. Yeah. So unless we go from putting words in second or third position and putting the sounds that you make in first position, no one's ever going to remember or care that much about what you said to them. Especially when they first meet you, they'll just discount you and move on and find someone that makes them feel something. Okay, so it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Now, in terms of communicating with more emotion, what can people do to be more effective in communicating with emotion? There's some really simple things. When you listen to music, you might not be a musician, but some songs make you happy, and some songs make you cry, and some songs make you get up and dance, and some songs just make you sit there and remember the first time you fell in love. So music is just instinctive. It just makes you feel things. So because I spent so many years being a singing coach, I took everything that music could offer us, and I created a way of putting music into the speaking voice. So, for example, songs have melody. They go up sometimes, and they go down sometimes, and they stay on the same note sometimes. But when people speak, they often just hang on the same note. They're Mr. or Ms. Monotone. Hey, I'm really, really excited. I've got one note. I practiced this one note my whole life. And maybe if I get really excited, I'll go to this other note and say, whoopee, and then I'll come back to this one note, and now we're monotone. So that is the most unemotional sound you can make. And yet, did you know that about 85% of the speakers in the world, not professional speakers, just all the speakers in the world, speak with almost one note or two notes max, and that's it? So melody is important. And not just any melody, but yes, any melody is better than nothing, but specific melodies. In a song... When the notes go from lows to highs, it makes you happy. And when it goes from highs to lows, it makes you sad. Same thing in speaking. Check this out. It's my birthday. You're my best friend. I'm so happy. These are called descending scales. You see how I'm going down. And all you can think of right now is when's Roger going to stop going down because it's so sad. Right. Right. And yet, whenever we get to a comma in a period, we were taught to go down. Oh, I'm now talking, and then I go down. I go down when I get to a comma. I go down when I get to a period. Yeah. Bad melody. Yeah. If I go up, I love chocolate. I'm so happy to be your friend. I'm so, great. I'm so grateful that we could be here today. If the melodies go up, it makes people happier just to hear them. So just simple changes in realizing how you could add a little bit more melody and then people will think you're speaking their favorite song. That's just one tip. There's there's tons of tips and they're all so easy. It's just nobody's telling you, change your speaking voice a little and then everybody will 
think you're amazing as opposed to think you're boring as heck. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because most people are just not aware of this. They're not aware of how they're communicating. And yeah, you know, if you're having a hard time meeting someone, man or woman, dating-wise, or, you know, attracting friends in your life, looking at how you're making people feel and taking responsibility for that, that the emotion that you have and how you're communicating is either attracting or repelling people. And that, that's a big awareness. And I've definitely learned from you just the range of communication. And I know you primarily focus on the voice, but even you know, your body language and how you gesture and your facial expressions, all of that is subcommunicating a lot beyond just the content of what you're saying. They used to believe that your body language counted about 55% of whether or not anyone believes you when you speak. But that's all changed now. Because the truth is, we've learned to lie with our body language. So if I'm at a date and I say, I'm really happy, and I smile, but my voice goes down, you're the greatest date I've ever been on, then my facial expressions lie. And also, we've gotten pretty good, even though we're nice people, we've gotten pretty good at lying with our words. So if we can't find the truth in our facial expressions and our body language, and everybody's not telling the truth who you're speaking with, we're confusing everyone. And the sounds of the voice, I say, are like the windows to the soul. When you listen to the sounds that somebody makes, you know whether they're happy or sad or smart or funny. And it's so much bigger than all the books you could read on body language or all the words you could learn. Now, I know one big concern that people have when it comes to speaking, communicating is fear. And they're afraid of judgment, criticism, speaking in front of an audience. I think that's the biggest fear in the world that people have. Any tips that you have to help people overcome that and just be more comfortable and confident speaking? I do. It's crazy that fear of speaking in public is still the number one fear in America. You'd think it would be at least shark bites or hurricanes or fires or drought or global warming, but it's speaking in public still number one. The main reason that people are afraid to speak in public is because they don't like the sound of their own voice. And they're afraid that people are going to judge them as harshly as they judge themselves. When you buy a new phone and you record your message and you listen to it and you're like, ugh, what what a horrible sounding person. Maybe it's a bad microphone, but it isn't the microphone. So we judge our own voices when we hear them back very critically. So we don't want to be judged harshly because it hurts when someone doesn't like you. So the way to conquer fear is to create, literally, it's this simple. Create a voice that showcases emotion, that shows people how special you are, how intelligent you are, how funny you are, how much you care. And then when people hear you, they won't judge you harshly. They'll love listening to you. They'll want to start relationships. It really does start with something as simple as, If you sound more confident, people perceive you as confident. If you sound more caring, people perceive you as caring. So then you don't have to worry so much about being judged harshly. People are probably going to like you more than you like yourself. 
Are there things that people can do before they speak? I know you do vocal exercises and warm-ups, which I highly recommend. We'll link link to some of uh, Roger's great work that can help you guys with that. But are there things that, you know, before you speak or before someone goes up to perform that mentally, emotionally, physically they can do to make sure that they can perform and speak at their best? Yes. If I was a running coach and the runner asked me, what should I do before the race to win the race? I'd tell them they have to stretch a little. And I have such simple little exercises, little vocal warm-ups that you could do in a minute, two minutes, five minutes, and they would warm up your voice. They would show you how to breathe perfectly, and they would start you having all the lows and all the highs and everything in between. So I literally teach people to do some simple vocal exercises that are part breathing, but part specific exercises that tell the vocal cords what position they should be in so that you make big, beautiful, strong, intelligent sounds. So like stretching, you do a little vocal warm-ups, and they're fun. Mm. And in terms of, is there anything mentally that, because I know you've worked with top performers when they go to a huge audience, anything mentally that you've noticed that they might do or say to themselves or a ritual that gets them in that zone? One of the things that I've learned by working with some of the biggest actors in the world, the project I did this past year was, one of the projects was I taught Bradley Cooper how to sing for the film A Star is Born. And he said one of the most interesting things about six months after the film had come out. He said, Roger, you know what I love so much about singing and what I've learned about voice in general? You can't lie with sound. Because, for example, if you're singing and you don't feel it, everybody knows. And it's the same thing with speaking. So great actors and great wannabe actors and great humans have learned that they can create other characters within themselves just like actors do. That I might be an introvert and I really might like to spend all of my time at home with a book, reading and not talking to anybody. But that's not forwarding my life sometimes. Sometimes I got to get out there. I got to talk. I got to meet people. I got to move my relationships forward and my life forward. So you can create other characters that are absolutely authentic to you, that live in you, but it's sort of like becoming an actor. I, I, I say I'm going out tonight, so tonight I'm going to speak a little louder, and I'm going to have more melody, and I'm going to be a little bit more fun. Right. Well, that doesn't go against the introvert. It's a choice I make to sort of put on a, a brighter colored shirt and by changing my voice a little bit. So, I actually teach people how to create some other sounds that they can make, which make, which showcase other parts of their personality. So the shy person who goes out and sounds a little more confident loves the way people react to them, and then they can't wait to do that next Friday night, even though Monday through Thursday they may stay at home every night with a book. So from acting, you learn to find other parts of your personality that are all valid. No introvert doesn't have some extrovert tendencies someplace. And no extrovert isn't also sharing a lot of introverted traits. We're all a blend of happy and sad and loud and soft. Right. So it's sort of, 
It's sort of getting to know yourself a little bit more and all the different personalities, that you're not just one sound or one person all the time. That's a, that's a really powerful distinction because a lot of people define themselves as this is who I am and they limit themselves. They keep themselves in that box instead of realizing there's different sides and personalities and different ways of communicating and expressing yourself and you, you're essentially helping people expand themselves in the ways they communicate rather than just limit themselves as a certain way of being. Nothing greater in self-confidence building than changing your voice because you change your voice and other people react differently to you. They say, Roger, you're so smart today. Roger, you're so happy today. And, And your first thought is, me? And then the next person says, Roger, you're so strong today. And then I say, okay, maybe I'm strong and and I I feel stronger. We're in a weird place in the world. With all of the technology that's been happening and continues to happen at such a strong rate, which is amazing, I sort of feel like voice is the, the bridge that is going to move humanity forward. Because artificial intelligence, they don't communicate emotionally. So if people keep taking all the emotion out of the way that they speak, what's the difference? We're going to end up sounding more like artificial intelligence, unemotional. We're teaching artificial intelligence how to sound unemotional. And then what? The whole world starts dealing with being unemotional? That's not going to be any fun for anybody. I think now we're in an amazing position to use our voices to be more emotional and showcase how, how unique we are and then teach, teach artificial intelligence how to have the same emotions and then the whole world is a, is, a, is a happier, more emotional place. And then we'll have better relationships and better learning and we'll feel better about ourselves and our world at large. To me, I, I'm trying to save humanity just, yeah. <laughs> just a, little, a little bit what I can do. I love that. Adding, adding the emotion back into communication. Yeah. What would you say are some of the mistakes that people make when it comes to speaking and communicating? People are afraid of volume. Right. Because we've associated volume with anger. If I speak loud, it sounds I'm mad. Sounds like I'm mad at you. So when you speak loud, people back off from you and they think you're threatening them. But volume isn't the culprit. Sounds and emotions actually don't, don't just have one element. So volume is an element of being mad. But also monotone is an element of being mad. So if I'm loud and I only have one note, I do sound mad. But if I'm loud and I have all this melody, you're like, Roger, what are you so passionate about? You're not mad at anybody. You love everyone, Roger, don't you? Of course I do. So all I have to do is add more melody to volume, and now I just sound full and rich and strong and passionate. So people should speak louder because most people are doing this squeaky hinge thing. They watch reality television, and people talk like this, and I think this is talking to myself. Hey, I wonder if anybody can hear me because I'm just squeaking this little sound out. So we've become a a nation of soft, squeaking sounds, like we're talking to ourselves and we're not really talking to anybody. But it's time that we started talking to people. So volume is great. Use more volume and add more melody. Combine the two together. You just sound like you're better. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And that's infectious to everyone else around you. You know, when you speak and communicate with that emotion and fully expressed is what it is. 
Um, that's you're a great incredible. speaker because you're used to hosting people and you're used to talking to the cameras. And so you're, you, your presentation level is higher than most people. You're a professional. But the truth is, is that society is moving in the direction of, I might as well just sit at the table with yeah. you and text you. Yeah. I see people at restaurants doing that, loud restaurants, and they're texting each other. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what, what, what are we thinking here? So you look at people, and your voice comes out, and I know you're talking to me. So I look at you, and my voice comes out, and I'm talking to you, and we're actually having a physical communication. Instead of me just talking to me, how you doing? Yeah. Good. How are you? Fine. How's your girlfriend? Great. Getting married soon? Yeah. Whatever. Are you talking to me? Talking about my wife? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, but everybody needs to do this yeah. because then, then their relationships will be great. Then their job will be great because the teams can, the rest of the, the teams can hear them. And yeah. that's how people rise up in business and how people rise up as, as, as being more successful yeah. by communicating. Yeah. And it's, it's so important because the world we live in today where with technology, people are almost in some ways de-emphasizing verbal communication. And we're in a world now where people are on their devices and communicating on Facebook or Messenger or text. Yep. And, and it's such an important skill. We don't communicate enough as we should and we used to, but it's such a valuable thing that I think we all need to continue to cultivate and improve. And I know you've created an amazing program called Speaking, is it Speaking Pro? Yeah. Speaking Pro. And I want to talk a little bit about this because I think a lot of people watching this um, that relate to this, uh, you know, I, I was always very shy when I was younger and I had a lisp when I was growing up and I used to always mumble and speak very quietly. And it took a lot for me to, to you know, go through my journey of speaking and pushing myself and expressing myself and now as a YouTuber and influencer, it's changed my life in so many ways. I, I've always looked at what I do. I benefit so much because every video, every piece of content I create, it's helping me be a better communicator. And it's definitely translated to every aspect of my life. And I know you're a specialist in this and you've created programs. And I, wanna, I, wanna, uh, I want you to share with my audience a little bit about the program that you created. My Speaking Pro program is the culmination of what I've learned over the last 30 years and more. And I've tried to isolate all the different situations people might be in that they need their voice. Maybe they're in a meeting and they need to know how to speak at a meeting in a, in a boardroom or in an office. Maybe they're going to do a YouTube show or some kind of social media posts and they need to know exactly what they should sound like for that, maybe they're going to speak someplace and they need to know what all of the things that would make them amazing speakers in each situation from being at a party and, and being able to be the best schmoozer there because everybody feels you the most to being on stage to doing podcasts when you know you only have audio. How should you sound if you have audio and you don't have video and you don't have your body and your face and your good looks to, to convince anybody to believe you of anything? So I literally have gone from everything from what do you sound like when you go to shake someone's hand? Because people think like, they say, oh, what's the most important thing? They used to say, what's the most important thing in a business communication or when you meet somebody? Shaking their hand. But they forgot that you usually say something 
before you shake someone's hand. So you usually say, hi, my name is Roger. And then they don't want to shake your hand. So you, it's about sound yeah. Yeah. before before this, yeah. let's say it's you're all just, subcommunicating. Let's yeah. say let's say you're lucky enough to do an interview, yeah. or let's say you, you you write a book and you want to do uh, the audible of it. It's just I've taken from the second you wake up in the morning to the second you go to sleep all the different scenarios that you might need to use your voice and be a great communicator so that you can achieve the outcome you want, and I've put them all into videos that just teach you all the things you need to know, no matter whether you're a professional speaker or not. Everyone needs to learn how to communicate emotionally. Everyone needs to learn how to communicate in a way that builds self-confidence. So this program is, is very special because I've isolated all of the needs over the last 20, 30 years that people have said to me, Roger, what do I do in this situation? Here's what you do. Roger, I've got this coming up. What do I do? Here's what you do. And it's, it's not just for, just to clarify, it's not for those that want to be a professional speaker. You, you have, might have no interest to speak in front of audiences, but just the everyday communications that we have at work and our relationships with friends, um, everyone, I think, can benefit from something like this. And um, I've been through your Perfect Voice program, and I highly recommend it. I know in all your programs, one of the most beneficial elements of it is the daily warm-ups. And you might mind sharing a little bit about that because, you know, it is that daily practice that I think you make it very practical for people where you can see improvements every day. You know, just after doing it a week or two, you're going to see some improvements just by doing that a few minutes a day. And as you go through your job, talk to your friends, relationships, you're going to feel different. I notice when I do it, I feel it's more effortless for me to speak. Sometimes you wake up and it's hard to get the words out, but when you have a warm-up process, the words flow a lot easily and more effortlessly. And you can project more, I find, with more resonance, more, more volume. Um, it doesn't feel like you're straining yourself. So there's a lot of benefits I get when I communicate after I do your warm-ups, but people feel that too. People notice and can tell how you communicate in a different way. So you might have shared that the, the daily exercises that you help people with? Because I know you have a lot of different ones based on men, women, and different parts of your voice you want to cultivate. Yeah, and don't get scared just because it's called vocal exercises or warm-ups. The truth is, is we are all public speakers. The second I open my mouth and anyone hears me, if it's just the mailman, they're my public and I'm speaking to them. So if you're a hermit and you speak to the dog, you're a public speaker. But it's time to realize that we've tried everything else. We tried every hairstyle that there was. We tried every book to read. We tried (coughs) wearing every outfit that we could change. We tried going to the gym. We tried getting more certifications and becoming a BA and then a master's degree and then a doctorate degree just to try to make life better. But we've missed the most important makeover that we need to change the way that we sound. And the easiest way to change the way that someone sounds is by me doing these vocal warm-ups. It's simple little exercises, sounds that you sing along with. Like, I'll have people go, gug, 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 And they're like, Roger, what in the world does gug do? Well, what does gug do? Immediately shows you how to get the air in 
immediately distributes how the air comes out, immediately makes your vocal cords get in a really big and thick and fat position so that you're, you're like a big guitar instead of a little tiny ukulele. I've learned to train the voice like an instrument. And a few minutes a day of doing my fun warm-ups, which you'll just think you're singing, and even if you never thought you could sing before, you're, you're suddenly making sounds you didn't know you could. And, and every single person who comes to me to fix their speaking voice, you know what happens? They were like, I didn't know I could sing. Right. And I always wanted to sing, and my choir teacher told me I was tone deaf. And now, not only is my speaking voice beautiful, and everybody's reacting differently to me, and I'm really getting ahead in life, I'm also singing along with the radio. I've got the windows rolled up first, but soon I'm going to roll down one window and I'm going to sing in, in, on the freeway and eventually I'll be at karaoke. So really, I've spent my lifetime figuring what's the simplest way to change your voice so you can change your life and the warm-ups are just that. I remember Gwen Stefani a number of years ago came to me after she'd had her one of her children, and she wanted to go back on tour with the group No Doubt, which was really popular. And this story, I have this story, was so unusual. And, and it was the day before she was going out on tour, and she had a two-year tour booked all right. across the world. Right. And I gave her the, my vocal warm-ups. Mm -hmm. and, and I said, I want you to practice these because you're a singer. I want you to practice these for 30 minutes a day. I see her a year later on a break from the tour. She says, Roger, you changed my life. Mm -hmm. I said... I just smiled because it really doesn't matter what anyone says after. Yeah, yeah. You, you changed my life. I'm just so happy. And then I said, how? And then she said, I sang every single night and I, and I, I never lost my voice and I was the greatest singer I've ever been in my life. I said, how long did you do your vocal exercises for? She said, five minutes. Five minutes every wow. single night. Wow. And I said, amazing, perfect. Because when you have the right sounds to make and the right technique few minutes a day yeah and instead of trying to be singing on stage like Gwen Stefani or John Mayer or Selena Gomez you're gonna be speaking in your life with mm. sounds that move people emotionally and you didn't put in any hard work other than mm. realizing this might be the way mm. for me to be happier mm. for me to have better relationships for me to have a better job for me to feel more confident and it started with my voice and who knew and it was the easiest thing I ever did. Mm, amazing. So simple. Um, so I want to share with you guys a link if you want to check out Roger's work. I'll link in the description below but if you go to speaking uh, speakingpro.com slash mastery Roger's team has graciously given a special discount for you guys for being a subscriber of Project Life Mastery. So if you guys want to check it out and benefit from it, get the, the daily exercises and whatnot, go to speakingpro.com slash mastery. And again, the link is below. And I'm also going to link uh, as well to the previous interview that we did together that uh, was a lot of people really enjoyed as well. And he's got the perfect voice program that I'll link to as well. Uh, so Roger, I want to say thank you so much. Is there anything, final words or advice or anything you want to share with people? That life is about communication. Mm -hmm. And the success in life is how well you eventually get at communicating with other people. Yeah. So that they really do get to know the best of you. Mm -hmm. And that I want to make it affordable and accessible for everyone. Because how in the world am I going to save the world one voice at a time if 
we don't connect each voice. Yeah. So I just want you to know how much I appreciate the forum and how much I appreciate our friendship and how mm -hmm. proud I am for the content that you deliver on a regular basis to everybody because you're making a difference thank in you. the world and I'm happy to join with you and today have it be about voice. Appreciate it, brother. Well, thank you so much. All right, well, thank you guys so much for watching. If you guys enjoyed this, give this a thumbs up here, subscribe for more videos, and again, check out Roger Love and his incredible programs. Thank you guys, we'll see you again in the next video. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.